0: This is Creative Impact, 891 WEMU's exclusive segment that showcases the artists, creative people, businesses, and organizations that make Washtenaw County a great place to create, live, work, learn, play, and visit. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw and your host. Yes, Ann Arbor and Washtenaw County, we should be boastful and celebrate the handful of extraordinary individuals and organizations that have been awarded our nation's highest award for work in the arts, humanities, and museums. George Shirley, Bill Balkom, UMS, and our train are on that list, and you're going to be introduced to another one today. I'm excited to welcome Dr. Earl Lewis, who received the 2023 National Medal for Humanities from President Biden at a White House ceremony this summer. He's here to tell us about his experience and the work he's engaged with that led to such an honor. Dr. Lewis, Earl, welcome to Creative Impact.
1: Thank you, my pleasure.
0: So I believe you are the first University of Michigan faculty members to receive the Humanities Medal. Truly, uh, congratulations and, and such wonderful recognition of your work.
1: Thank you. It was, in fact, an incredible honor and a great surprise. Every now and then you think you receive a call saying uh, someone wants to talk to you about something. You thought, you, well, let me see this another assignment, another possible job for me? and it turns out no, actually it was actually something even better. It was an honor.
0: Oh sure, sure sure. And it recognizes the scholarship that you do um, in higher education, in humanities, and, and also the role of race in American history. And so that's very important. But you came to Ann Arbor the first time in, I think, 1989 as the dean of U of M's Rackham School of Graduate Studies. And you held that position for seven years before moving on to serve as provost at Emory University. Then speaking of those calls, Andrew, Andrew well, uh, the Andrew Mellon Foundation called, and, and you served there as president from 2013 to 2018. And through that time advanced and, and put a lens on diversity, equity, inclu- and inclusion. So those were, this all remarkable, but I have to ask, what brought you back to Ann Arbor? So uh, I actually came,
1: came to Ann Arbor, <laughs> as you noted, in '89, but actually just as an associate professor, and it was not until '98 that I became Dean of Rackham. Uh, and those 15 years were a remarkable years, so. though. I was involved in a range of activities on the scholarly side. as you noted, and I had a number of graduate students. And when I left and went away for 14 years, I realized when I was stepping down as president of the Mellon Foundation, I had 10 years left where I wanted to be on payroll. And so uh, I was at a stage in my career where I could go around and talk to my friends who were presidents and sort of interview them to see which institution made the most sense uh, for me to return to for those last 10 years on payroll. And I came back to Michigan, had a conversation with uh, Marshall, who was then president, and concluded this was the place. Um, there were still work to be done in Ann Arbor, uh, work to be done with colleagues and friends who were still residing here and with former students who were nationally uh, senior faculty members. And so I came back, and it's been a great decision.
0: And we're glad you're here. Um, before we get into your current work and even your award, I just wanted to ask you a question. So I've successfully earned many national Endowment for the Arts grants. And I remember submitting a National Endowment for the Humanities grants once, and I said, you know, I speak art pretty fluently, but not humanities so much. Can you give us a simple definition between the two? Arts and humanities are connected, but they're not the same.
1: Uh, Yeah, so the arts and humanities are indeed connected, and part of it has to do with the creative side, which you fully understand. Humanists tend to be those who study uh, a particular subject matter, be it history, philosophy, literature, etc., and they write about the activities and the events and the people that they study. Artists, on the other side, oftentimes are producers. Uh, they're actually creating new uh, forms of art, uh, be it visual or musical or, or theatrical arts. And so in a fine way is the a distinction between the study of and the production of um, best. Perhaps an oversimplification, but it's an easier way to actually draw the line between the arts and the humanities.
0: It it works for me. Um, So I'm tempted to ask you about what it was like going to the White House and doing all those things, but I want to change that question up. If you can think back to Earl Lewis as a young boy, maybe eight years old or so, if you could tell him about his future and how it would turn out, what would you want him to know?
1: Um, To always take a chance on yourself, uh, and do so in partnership with others. I, I, in fact, I said to some friends of, my, of mine that um, my mom, who passed away in 2006, um, would have been both delighted and surprised, uh, but delighted because she always believed that I had the ability to walk through doors
0: <laughs> that others had not walked through. We all uh, and, need a mom like that
1: exactly <laughs> and, and and surprised in the sense that uh, what she imagined for me i, I grew up in a segregated south i was born in 1955 in virginia went to segregated schools until i was in the 10th grade and so recognizing that those doors that i would later walk through were not even part of the mental landscape uh, for most kids on my block in my neighborhood and yet here i am and here i have walked through the doors of the white house and a few other doors over the course of the last 50 years. Uh, that's what I would say to my 8-year-old self. Hey, be prepared to walk through doors.
0: That's amazing. That's, I mean, that's such a, a great thing to say, be prepared to walk through doors. 891 WEMU's Creative Impact continues with Dr. Earl Lewis, recipient of the 2023 National Medal for Humanities and the director of the Center for Social Solutions at the University of Michigan. So, Earl, that program, the Center for the Social Solutions, um, it, it actually has solutions in its name, which I love, but it's also focused on four program areas, diversity and democracy, slavery and its aftermath, water equity and security, and the future of work. Uh, yeah, you're not taking on too much there, are you?
1: <laughs> not at all.
0: Um, I'm glad to know you're enthusiastic about that. Uh, You know, is it your experience that scholars are as often looking for solutions as much as they are looking at research? So
1: I spent, as you well know, more than 20 years uh, as an administrator, either a dean, a provost, or a foundation president. And I realized we spend a lot of time studying things. Um, But particularly in the humanities and social sciences, we aren't often involved in trying to come up with solutions and so when I considered coming back you know, to the university, and particularly the University of Michigan, thought, what do I want to do with these last 10 years? Let's actually talk about solving some things. Those big, gnarly, bodacious problems mm-hmm. that tend to confound us all. And I came up with these four sort of zones of activity, recognizing that in some ways they overlap, even though at a, from a bird's eye view, they may look a little different uh, to, uh, to the casual viewer. But if you think about what it means to be in a diverse democracy, how do we deal with that past? And hence, how do we deal with the legacy of slavery? But how do we think about that in terms of the environment? And how do we talk about, in this case, water equity and security? And then if you think about what's going to up and has begun to upturn the world, and there's nothing more powerful than uh, automation. How do we actually really come back to the core question of the dignity of labor in an automated world? Those four questions have animated um, a lot of my work over the last 30 years, and I come thinking, what can I do? when I actually come up with a concept for a center uh, for solving some of these big, gnarly, bodacious problems?
0: So bringing us back to the focus of creative impact, um, have you found that arts and creativity is involved as part of those solutions?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's no way to actually talk about solving questions of, Racial inequality in America. Without talking about the arts, I often said when I was president of the Mellon Foundation, if you think of two political figures in recent memory who were quite dissimilar, uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney and former President Barack Obama were quite mm-hmm. <laughs> different individuals. Yet they both went to see the play Hamilton, and they actually left in the same play. I mean, it's one of those ways in which you actually the arts can level uh, the setting so that individuals can begin to comprehend and conceive of a world where they actually think they're talking about the same thing, even if they enter into that space from different vantage points.
0: The universal language of the arts. Um, So we have just a minute left, but any particular solutions that you've been able to apply to date?
1: So we have been spending the last three years working with a team of scholars across the country at nine other, eight other universities, including our own, uh, to look at the question of local histories, race, and reparations. And so we actually are coming up with a set of solutions at the local level uh, to think about how do we confront our past and uh, deal with the question of repair. What does that repair look like? And it will be, in some ways, aired nationally, Uh, because we're going to air a documentary on public uh, broadcasting uh, in January that will talk about the cost of inheritance.
0: It's inspiring to hear what you're working on. Thank you so much for being on the show today, and we look forward to uh, learning about more solutions.
1: Thank you so much. Been that, great.
0: That's Dr. Earl Lewis, recipient of the 2023 National Medal for Humanities, and he is the director for the Center for Solutions at U of M. Find out more about Dr. Lewis and his work at WEMU.org. You've been listening to Creative Impact. I'm Deb Pollock, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and your host, Matt Hobson, is our producer. Please join us every Tuesday to meet the people who make Washtenaw creative. This is 89.1 WEMU, Ypsilanti's public radio from Eastern Michigan University.